Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Thanks for joining us for Survivor Season 36, Episode 6, Gotta Risk It for the Biscuit. Tonight, we've got three advantages, two new challenges, and one giant blindside. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. We are here for Survivor Season 36, Episode 6. Gotta risk it for the biscuit. We're back in the studio tonight. We got a full house. We're all here. We've had a couple hiatuses as we've been out of town, but we're so excited to be back with our Survivor family. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. I am your host, Paige Bonanno. Hi, everyone. It's James Wallington. What's up, everybody? I am Timothy Michael. And before we get started, I just have to shout out that it is Paige's birthday. So everybody in the chat, wish Paige a happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I love you guys guys so much that I came after us on my birthday to talk about Survivor. I actually meant to bring some champagne. Oh, I actually brought wine before. Wait, we can sing to her. Okay, ready? This is your birthday song. Ready? This is your birthday song. It is a very long... Hey! Yay. <laughs> We're really short on time, you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for the birthday wish. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for joining us for Survivor. And we're so happy that you're here. Everybody in the live chat, we're excited to hear your comments. So tonight, like we said in the tease, we have three advantages that were found tonight. Two challenges, of course, and one blindside. So, first of all, what are you guys' overall thoughts on the episode? I loved it. You I was did like so it. happy with the outcome. Oh. <laughs> Even though this person was on my fantasy team, I was willing to cut my losses. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, you're just cut through tonight. Okay, let's let's okay, we're just going on. We're just going on. Um, I also enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that we're getting more of a feel of the ghost island element. Mm-hmm. Um I did like the outcome because obviously Bradley was getting on all of our nerves, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I would have done it differently, and we can talk about it later. I actually think I would have done it differently, too. Stop so. copying my answers, birthday oh, girl. Okay, all right, well. <laughs> I do. One more thing. I know we'll talk about it a little bit more, too. I didn't like how many advantages were in this episode. Okay. Oh. I actually liked this episode because I finally felt like for the first time that I was really getting to know everybody, and I finally was like, I felt like I could name everybody for the first time. Like Chelsea. Yes, yes. <laughs> It's funny because I forgot about Jenna though in this episode. I know they didn't uh, really well, show Jenna much didn't, of Jenna. So I, I there yeah. were a few people that like didn't really do much, but I still felt like over the episodes now finally I've gotten a grasp on everybody as much. But Chelsea was definitely showing more in this episode yes, for sure. Um, so we shall dive right in. Um, oh, we have a graphic up for you guys as well. Um, Is that up already? Oh, it's not up yet, but we're going to play it for you guys later. Side note, Mm -hmm. I did send a new graphic literally two minutes ago. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's how last minute we are here. I sent the wrong one. We got it. We're on top of it. (laughs) We're back. We're back. Um, So jumping right in, uh, first when we get there, when we get on the episode, we see Malolo, um, Mm -hmm. who has been just losing and losing and losing every tribal, and they're kind of like down in the slums. And Michael goes to look for idols. People are pretty suspicious, but... He finds an idol, and the idol that he finds is the one that, it's the fake idol Mm -hmm. that Ozzy created on Exile Island. All three players that have ever touched this idol have been voted out. So, 
my question to you, you guys can tell me how you felt about the idol, mm-hmm. um, was do you think that they should have done something else with this idol? Like, I was thinking, oh, maybe they should have, ha- like, made him dig around for it and then find it and then it actually not be real because it was a fake idol. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think as a fan, like, I'm really excited to see this particular idol back in play because it mm-hmm. was kind of an iconic one that was made in Survivor Micronesia. So I feel like putting a power to it makes it a little bit more exciting. Like, mm-hmm. it was dead and now it's really brought back from the grave because it was fake. Yeah. It's kind of like a voodoo kind of can idol. You, can you imagine, like, the, um, like, how disappointed you would be and how, like, down down you would feel? That could actually affect your game in a crazy way. You know, finding the idol is obviously such an uplifting moment and you get so excited, but think about it if you were to do all that digging and everything and then you find an idol that has all this bad mojo on it and then it's like, well... It, 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 it is what it is. Like, that yeah. is the idol. It's Ben Faye. No, but, I like that that it does have the power that it has. Mm-hmm. I like that, like I said in the intro, that, that we are getting a little bit more of, of a feel to what Ghost Island is. Yeah. Um, I like that it it it's like the biggest kind of reverse the curse that they could do because two out of the three people who have had this idol or have had come in contact with this mm-hmm. idol have went home with an idol in their pocket. So I kind of like that they picked this specific one for this specific moment. I also will say, though, I feel like it was originally, it's a fake idol. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't one that was ever put into play on the show. So I think in in a weird way, depending on how you look at it, it defeats the purpose of the premise of this show. That's what I'm saying. It's not a real idol. And so it's not really being brought back as a curse. It was cursed because it was fake. And that's exactly what my first thought was, was why wouldn't they just have it play as what it was? Which I think would have been more interesting mm-hmm. if Michael found it and was like, this is a fake idol that was played in Survivor Micronesia. Now you have an opportunity to use this as a way to deceive another player in the competition. Which as like a bartering tool, like, no, this is the real idol. Exactly. It's Ghost Island. Because Michael's really good at pulling up stories, as we know from yeah. the last time he played his idol so it would have been interesting to see him maybe say like it's a fake idol but it's up to you to do what you want with it as like a game tool ah that's a great point that's a really good point i do like how the you know when they write the little note about the idol they kind of like try to make it in the way they're like this idol has slowly matured over the years and now it's a real idol like it's like okay (laughs) i did like i did think that that was kind of lame yeah a little but okay. it, it would have been interesting to see. And let us know what you guys think in the live chat. If you think that... I, I didn't see the comments before. Was there anything that people were saying that they thought yes or no in um, playing it or not playing it? I mean, just Thomas. And he says that the, they could have done something better with a stick yeah. than a stick. Yeah. Because yeah. um, essentially it is a stick. That right. Was just, it was carved into. It was a fake idol. You know, idol. Eliza felt the same way. Yes, she <laughs> did. But you know what is interesting? So since it was a stick and since it was a fake idol, if anybody were to actually see this or find it, like... That's true. They if would never believe. Have no idea what it was. They would never believe that it was a real idol. So that yeah. could be a good uh, bartering tool for him then. And the other thing I will say about the intro of this episode, after 36 seasons, I mean, granted, the Hidden Immunity Idol hasn't been around for very long. But what were those women thinking? Wait, you literally let Michael go off by himself. Thank you. And you're going to sit back and talk about, oh, well, Michael's on the bottom. He's yep. our next target. We're, we're sitting pretty, the three of us. And yet you know he's actively searching for an idol, but you do nothing They've to prevent They've done nothing. It. Especially yeah. someone like Desiree, who I feel like is not afraid mm-hmm. to just like take control right. of the situation. Why she didn't just 
follow him. I completely agree I was with very you. disappointed as a fan. I yeah. literally wrote down, I was like, the girls are getting too cocky or something because they're yes. not even going after him. There have been several instances in the past where mm-hmm. somebody went to look for an idol and people were literally following that person because they didn't, They. it's not about them finding the idol, it's about you knowing that they have exactly. an idol. That's where the power is. It's not is. like you're going to jump in and be like, hey, Michael, I see you. Right. It, it's like, like, be sly about yes. it, be sneaky and see that he's, especially when both of them are on the same page about it. So one of you guys go, one of you guys kind of like go another way, you know, somebody follow him. Yeah. But I feel like Angela is a little more, I don't know the word for her. It, it seems like she's, uh, you're like getting it out of my I, I, I feel like she's playing it safe because she doesn't want to step on anybody's toes. And I feel like if she did that, she would be but stepping on But I feel like she toes. like kind of like plays a big game, but she doesn't really do anything about it. She like remains she, neutral. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she seems like she, when she like talks to us and when we kind of see her like facial expressions and stuff, she seems like she's more... I don't know the word that I'm trying to say, but like kind of intense. But I then when she actually comes down to it, she's very neutral. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I kind of want to see her like step in and actually say something and do something about hmm. about everything. But I don't know. Let us know what you guys think in the live chat. Um, so moving on from Michael's Idol, we go into reward where they're winning steak, kebab, spices, you know, all that stuff, all that good stuff. And Dom and Laurel sit out. And this challenge, I remember this challenge, I think, I mean, I'm sure we've done it a few times before, but it was like literally just last season. And this was one of the, the challenges that I actually liked the most because it's so interesting, like seeing them try to work this out between each other. And it seems yeah. like it's a pretty simple solution, but they never quite get it right. What did you guys <laughs> think of the reward? I love it because it's really interesting now that we're split into three different tribes and it's pretty jumbled as far as original Malolo and original Navidi. I'm so tired of hearing that. Is that it, it forces them to communicate yeah. and really yeah. kind of see where their strengths lie with that social game. Because, you know, Bradley kind of had a mouth on him tonight. And it just that starts to pull out these personality mm-hmm. flaws, I think, which you know, is important in the game. That's a great point. Yeah, it's like, it it does force you to talk to each other, but then you also get to, like, see a little bit into these people when they're in a stressful situation like that with people that they're not necessarily close with, like we saw with Donathan and Bradley. Bradley. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Bradley's basically just barking orders the whole time, and Donathan's like, dude, I got this. I can handle it. And also with Donathan, I feel like we've seen huge confidence boost from him, and he's just been playing the game so well lately. I've really been impressed. I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And (laughs) Just really quick, you guys, if you also want to gain confidence and if you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, for those who do, we've got a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our very own AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to conversations with Maria Menounos for free. We all love free. Be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria let us know that we, her after buzzers, sent you to her. Quick story. We read this on um, the Walking Dead uh, podcast and some people who have listened had went over That's and told right. Maria. And then she shouted us out, which was really cool. That's so right. if you guys do, go to um, Maria Menounos podcast edition. Check it out every Friday. And like I said, give us a shout out. Yay. Yeah. That's great. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Really quick before we move on, for that reward, okay, is is that challenge as easy as it looks to me? Or, or Okay, because what I think with the challenge is basically the person that's going to put the thing on the block doesn't have any slack on his rope. Or, I mean, has complete slack on his rope. Like, yeah. he doesn't have any t- sort of tightness on the rope. And it seems like you can just follow this pattern the whole time. But why does it get so hard near the end? I know that they're stacking up, but don't you just keep the same 
strategy? I think just holding the rope mm-hmm. for that long period of time starts to cause strain on the arms. So it's like a little bit more shaky. But yeah. they're not, but the person that's going to put it, you're saying everybody else. It yes. just gets shaky. I think shaky. It, when, when you're the one placing the block, I feel like there's a little bit less stress on you. Because all you really have to do is put, make sure that you steadily put the block on top. Where was, everyone else is really holding that whole thing together to make sure it doesn't But fall. like with Wendell at the end, he's when he's doing it a few times at the end, he's holding the rope so tight. Why isn't he just doing it? I also feel like once you keep doing it, because that's like what? R-E-W-A-R-D plus the two. That's eight blocks right there. Maybe each block weighs half a pound. That's four pounds True. extra. Even Maybe even more than that. So that's another four pounds that you have to distribute the weight. Of, you know, so I can see why the, the, the higher it gets, the more difficult it seems yeah, to Yeah, but like, it seems like, it. I, I feel like maybe I'm not getting at them because it seems like the, the four people, whoever they are, have the same slack on the rope and then the person that's going to put it in has nothing. Just switch it. Yeah, I, I think it really <laughs> honestly depends. It doesn't on the, really matter, but I, it just don't get. I think it challenge. just depends on the people that are on your team and like who's yeah. pulling their slack and who's not, because that's really what this challenge is all about. It's a balancing act with slack, yeah. yeah, and who's really holding their weight and who's not, because it really is about trusting each other and communicating mm-hmm. the efforts of which way to pull and guide the. But structure. this is the first time that we've seen this challenge where we saw people just completely slacking the rope. Like people right. were just like mm, and running up there. We saw this challenge, like you said, last season, yeah. and that never occurred to them to do. Everybody was always holding onto the rope, and it was a very slow challenge. Whereas yeah. this one, once they dropped it and they got the hang of it, they were just running up there. And, and doing I think it. a lot of that's having trust in your teammates. That's right. It's like, hey, trust us. Yeah. We got the slack. You just need to place the cue. Right. Yeah. So, right. Instead of like yelling at them to like you know exactly. do other things or go faster. Um, really, I'm really, laughing at the live. Really chat. quick side <laughs> note. I love how Sheena one two three in the live chat said, "Is Michael still Paige's love interest for this season, or is it Donovan now?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love Donovan, but not in the way that I love Michael. We've I mean, a- Literally been talking about Michael all night. Yeah, so. like before we even went live, we were stalking his Instagram. We were stalking his Instagram, and we have He's a little beautiful. bit beautiful. Oh my god! Okay, we have a little bit of news for you guys, which we'll get into later. But oh my god, He's beautiful. I yeah. I mean, there's nothing He's else. Str- to say. It stresses me out to look at his Instagram. Like, like I need to block it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to block it. <laughs> and I I told you guys before this before we went live when Katie Gallagher was here from Server Palau she was even saying like he is looking more like a man every episode and you forget that he's 18 years old which is oh, crazy weird. my so, god yeah, it's getting a little warm in here yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Never has a truer statement been said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, after reward, basically they need to send someone to Ghost Island again. And well, Malolo loses again. Malolo loses. Thank Poor you. Malolo. Yeah. yeah. Navidi gets number one, and Yanua whatever Yanuya. gets number two, and then yeah, Malolo again is down for the count. Um, and so since there was three tribes, I don't know if they did this last week because I missed that part, but. Um, basically, they could either the winning tribe, the first winning tribe, could either unanimously pick on either of the tribes, even the one that yeah. won second, or basically go to rocks, and then anyone can go between the three. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Between the two. Between the two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was thinking that it was between the third one. I was like, why would they even ever? do No, because they said if Malolo had picked someone from Unua, they would be missing out on the reward, like the reward. Because they got second place yes. and they still would get a reward, right? So they ended up picking Kellen because, yeah, go ahead. Which, for weird reason, because Chelsea was like, we want to, Ghost Island is still a mystery and we want to keep it that way, so they send Kellen. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just thought it was a kind of a BS answer because I was like, wait, I don't, why? So why do you think they sent Kellen then? I have I know I, I think that they fully believe mm-hmm. that answer, mm. but I don't understand the reasons behind so it. So here, here's what I would say. As far as the logic goes. Yes, it's still a mystery. 
And if you continue to send the same person over and over, you're knowing that either Callan has a power or she doesn't. The more people you send to Ghost mm, Island, the more. the more paranoia sets in of like, that person may have one because they've been before. This person may has have something because they've been before. Now it's like all eyes are on Kellen. And it's, it's like, like she's been now twice that the odds of her getting some kind of advantage is greater, which yeah. of course she made the right choice. So then make. when you get to the merge, it's like, well, Kellen then, might. then they have one target rather yeah. than six. They can be like, let's vote out Kellen because, exactly. you yeah. know, she has, we don't know what she has. It I happened just, with in Survivor Gabon. They kept sending sugar to exile and it was constant and she kept reaping the rewards of just hanging out at exile mm. so I just feel like it's the same kind of logic that you just it's yeah. a way to put a target on someone later on yeah I just love how she said it's a mystery I was like girl at this point it's a mystery to all of us too because yeah, right? we still don't know what goes <laughs> what's happening. actually happening there and I wonder how much like we haven't seen like we didn't see Kellen tell anybody anything after she got back tonight maybe there just wasn't time in the episode but they haven't really been saying too much about what's been happening to them while they're there Not so like I wonder Jacob went yeah, yeah. so here's Jacob where ridiculous. Here's where I'm a little confused. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that Kellen trusted her gut this time, decided to go for the game. It obviously worked out to her benefit. Yeah. Where I'm a little confused, again, this is changing the Ghost Island mm-hmm. purpose, in my opinion. She ended up getting that extra vote advantage. Mm-hmm. Or and Originally in Survivor Game Changers, Michaela set out on the reward challenge mm-hmm. because of frustration she was not observant to the advantage underneath the wrench. Sarah saw it, she got it, and mm-hmm. it was a way to steal someone's vote. Mm-hmm. She ended up using that against Michaela on that season and Michaela was sent home. So to me, that's the curse. Yeah. Her attitude lost her a million dollars because she didn't see it. Sure. So now, with this advantage, it's a double vote. She gets two votes at the tribal council. So now you're changing that's what, what the advantage originally and was. And that's exactly what we saw with the first one. Right. Is right. that they just completely changed it. It doesn't make sense to me. And it makes me kind of like question the point of Ghost Island. Like I, it's like not very consecutive. I agree. I don't know. I kind of like it. I like that they're, in, in terms, reversing what these curses actually are. Like in the first one, it was, you know, this was never a hidden, this was never an idol, but now it is. This one took away somebody's vote, but now you get an extra vote. I kind of like that it's opposite. But I think in reversing the curse, it should be doing a different move than that person did with that exact same and situation. And if you really want to get technical with it, it shouldn't even be in play because it was executed properly. <laughs> Sarah found it and she used it and it worked to her advantage. So, so should... to me, it's not a curse. It was cursed to Michaela, but right. she never had it. Mm. It wasn't Michaela's advantage. Mm. It was Sarah's and it was properly played. So, you're saying... so I think they were grasping at straws with this one. Yeah, so you're saying like the one later that Wendell found that was... That makes sense. That makes sense to play. That is a true Ghost Island idol, just like James from Survivor China. But this one, another stretch for me. It is a stretch. It is kind of a stretch. I like them. What do you guys think? Let us know. It also gives Kellen a lot of power. And granted, that's the whole point of an advantage, but... It shouldn't be two votes. I don't know. I feel like we're being a little hypocritical because we kept saying episode after episode after episode, what what is on Ghost Island? I want somebody to play the game. I want somebody to get Mm -hmm. the rewards. I want somebody to reap the benefits. And now that they're reaping benefits, you guys don't seem to like it. I want her to reap the benefits. But why can't it still be the steel vote? Yeah. And again, it's a stretch because this wasn't cursed. It Mm -hmm. was played the way it was supposed to be played. Like when Sierra had the legacy advantage, Mm -hmm. she didn't get a chance to use it. She was the first one to have it in her possession on Survivor Game Changer. Got voted out with it. Give gave it over to Sarah. So in this game, it makes sense because now Morgan was the first person to mm-hmm. have the legacy advantage. Mm-hmm. Great. And then she ended up 
giving it to yeah. Dominic. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because that was never played by the original owner of that in Game Changers, if I, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I totally get what you mean by that. It, that part doesn't bother me as much of just not having it be the, the same thing. Like, yeah. why did they change it to giving you an extra vote instead of stealing a vote? It, it would have been just fine stealing a vote. And why make a fake idol a real idol? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, just take some of the other ones that were cursed then. I don't know how many. I mean, people normally play their idols, but... And we're also getting technical, and I'm sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. My brain is just (laughs) Micronesia. Ozzy made the fake idol as a ploy on purpose. So it wasn't cursed. The purpose of the fake idol played out the way it was supposed to. It was supposed to trick another player to playing it. And that's what it was. So it wasn't even a curse. It was just a (laughs) fake idol that worked to Ozzy's favor because it caused a little bit of whoa someone has an idol we're way too much of super fans at this point if we're going this deep into it I love Survivor so much that I really want to break it down because the two things on tonight I just don't feel like were Ghost Island appropriate no, it's I, defeating the purpose of Ghost Island. Yeah, I totally get that. No, I still, I'm going to stand by my opinion. I mm-hmm. like that they're they're switching things up because it keeps us all on our toes. If we saw the same idols played the same exact ways or mm-hmm. not played exactly the same ways, yeah. then we, I feel like we would get bored. And instead, they're switching things up. And I like that. I do like how they always at least give us the reminder. Like, they show the footage, yes. which actually helps a lot for, you know, people that haven't seen it in so long or maybe haven't seen that episode. Like, it's at least good to kind of revisit it that mm-hmm. way, which I like. Um, but... Going into Wendell's idol then, so so he finds the scroll on the ground by that mm-hmm. tree, and then there's a clue to, clue to the huge idol necklace, which is like, he, he's never going to be able to hide this thing. I love how they called it a hidden immunity idol, and I was like, how do you hide it? Like, the them? moment I saw how big it was, I was like, this has to be. I was like, Eric's is this a curse? Or? And so I never saw that season, but now we've talked about oh. it like three times in this thing, and mm-hmm. I feel like I need to go back and watch it. it it's- Micronesia is one of my favorite seasons, particularly because I love Sari, and I think mm-hmm. she was robbed. But it's just so good. What it's season so is that? Good. 16. Sixteen. I need to go back and watch it now. So Eric just seems like the biggest idiot to me in the whole world. It was amazing. It was like beautiful. These women totally what was, manipulated. Like, to what has benefit. he said after the fact? Like, what was his like? Well, he was brought back for the second fans versus favorites. Yes. How did he do? Mm, he made jury, but like. Mm-hmm. But he was already he was he number made five last time. Yeah. And he could have won. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. Like, no, but I mean like what really quick, sorry. What like what did he say? Like, I don't know if this is maybe you wouldn't know this, but like what was his like afterwards in like exit interviews or like anything that he's talked about since Survivor, like what was his reaction to doing that? Was he, he like I'm the biggest idiot in the world he, or was he like eh? He owns it. Like yeah. he owns like I made the biggest mistake on Survivor and I do look like an idiot. So like you can't help a lot. I still loved Eric. I thought he was a fun player. What to is watch. he doing nowadays? Good question. Oh, I know yeah. he makes cartoons oh. of like the Survivor seasons and puts them up on social media That's and like cool. little comics and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Correct me if I'm wrong. If anybody is, you know, watching. Oh my god. Okay, so my question was though. So he basically Wendell hides this immunity idol back where he found it because he clearly can't take this back to camp. But what if somebody else came by and dug it up? Not like you, like, obviously they didn't find the clue to it, but what if they were just roaming around and digging well, then for an idol? I think it would be fair game, but I also feel like, how are you going to find that if you don't have a clue? Yeah. People just dig up everywhere. That's true. They're digging for clues as it is. That's So, I don't true. know. I wonder what they would do if somebody did find that or if they just completely, like, prevent it. I don't know. But, anyways, that's a little bit about the, the advantages that happened. Um, I wanted to just... Talk quickly about Bradley as so we see after 
after they get back from the reward and they had won, Bradley was just the most like obnoxious person I'd ever seen. He was clapping orders at Donathan after they had just won the challenge and Donathan won the challenge for them basically. Yeah. Well, Donathan was having a moment where he was like, I'm really proud of myself. This is the proudest moment Mm -hmm. I've had in the game so far, which is adorable because I think the first moment you had with the water was Mm -hmm. actually more exciting. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, I don't know. I just, I really rubbed me the wrong way that like, you can't take a minute to just celebrate as a tribe. Like that's something people look out for. Like you're completely a bump on a law, barking orders, telling people what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. And all you're caring about is the food. Everyone's hungry and wanting to eat the reward, but just celebrate. Just give him a minute to like really feel good about what he just did. Like Donathan's been getting so much more confident as we go along. And it's like, it's like Bradley can't take anybody else like feeling good about themselves. And he knows he's a total dick. He says it all the time. He has zero patience in real life. We could <laughs> surprising surprise surprise. Surprising. I actually liked Donathan in this episode because, like you said in the beginning, page he's really coming into his own after mm-hmm. as the the episodes progress. I'm going to disagree with you though. I didn't actually, and we talked about it. I didn't like him during the water challenge just Donathan, because, I yeah, just because yeah. I feel like it was just overplayed, and I didn't like how he was like, no, I can't do it, I can't do it, and people were like, no, do it, and then he did it, and then was like, it was fine. I just didn't like that whole angle, but I like how he's coming into his own now. Yeah. He's starting to get gain credit for me. He really is. Yeah. yeah. Sheena123 in the live chat was asking if I thought Bradley or Abby Maria was more annoying. I'm oh. gonna say... Bradley. Really? Yes. I think there's something endearing about Abby Maria. Um, and I think the difference between Abby Maria and Bradley is Abby Maria can actually own thank you. Own herself. Yep. And like she knows that she has a mouth, she knows she yes. has a temper. Have, Bradley Abby- is incredibly unaware with total yes. social management skills. And like you saw it in his exit interview, jumping the head here, mm-hmm. when he said if I had made it any further, I would have won. I was rolling. My eyes were in the back of my head. I was like, you really think you would have won? <laughs> you so guys, I think Abby Maria is definitely more endearing. I love in the live chat. Abby takes a cake. No one. No one trumps Abby. And I love that because I agree. I think, like, I thought Bradley was annoying as hell. But, like, I hated Abby Maria. Like, I could not stand <laughs> Abby Maria. She's an acquired taste. She, see, I completely agree I with James. I would never acquire that taste, ever. <laughs> no, I completely agree with James. I felt like at least she owned it. At she least was she character. was like, you know what? I'm obnoxious. I'm going to do it on purpose. Like, she whereas, was the villain, and she knew it. Yes. Yeah, whereas Bradley is just like, I am trying my hardest, and I'm like, dude, go away. We're all getting along swimmingly. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bradley, Sheena123 in the live chat says Bradley is delusional, and that is exactly the word that we used to describe him earlier. Also to quote Bradley, he said, the hardest part for me out here is to not be a dick. A big challenge for me is, that's a big challenge for me back home, which derails it all. If you know that about yourself, (laughs) then why aren't you actually trying to not be a dick? It derails it all, like in your personal life and at Survivor. So what are you doing? I can't imagine any, like person trying to be in a relationship with him and the thing is i feel like when he watches this back he's probably like eh. like i don't think he would really like be one of those people that realizes it I don't and it's so like oh, i hope i hope though because yeah you have to give everyone a chance again yeah. this is reality television mm-hmm. i have been on that side of the camera to mm-hmm. know that you can be edited a certain way that you may not have wanted people to see yeah. or it may be taken the wrong way mm-hmm. and so with Bradley I would like to see him maybe have a moment of redemption thinking to himself eh cause you know I'll give him credit for him knowing he's a dick yeah but I just wish if you know that why aren't you taking the steps I to think change he's, but, I agree yeah. with that and I I like your point of like you know maybe he was edited in a different way or like giving somebody a second chance I actually wouldn't mind okay 
I was just about to get into this, and Sheena123 says, will Bradley play this game again? And I was just about to say, I don't think I would mind seeing him on another season, only because I think he's, like, godly, ungodly annoying, but... He's very smart. Well, he's smart, mm-hmm. but I think, like, he's just... There's something he, about he him. He brings something to the table where I like sometimes when you have those characters that are rude and, and out like, outspoken like that and are just kind of a dick because it just brings so much dynamic to the TV screen. I would not mind seeing him another season just for that factor. Well, I would like to see him play again, too, which I can't believe I'm saying that, only because I think he is the type of person where he might be able to evolve from okay. the first time he played. Yeah. And I think he would be worthy of a second chance. Like a second chance, I yeah. Do. I would have found it interesting to see him go a little bit further in this season to see how he played in the merge with Chris mm-hmm. and Dom because it's like these two alpha males that are more like physically alpha when and then Bradley yeah. who's more intellectually alpha yeah. to see how that dynamic would have went down. Sure. That's a good way to put it. Physically yeah. di- alpha and uh, intellectually. intellectually. Di- yeah. yeah, that's good. Do you guys think they'll do a, a second chance season coming up? I hope so. I yeah. don't think maybe this year but I think they need to do another second chance because I think how many this have is they so had? old school. Teresa Cooper, T-Bird from Survivor Africa got robbed the last second <laughs> chances, and I would like to see her back on the roster <laughs> so she can play. How, when was... Okay, I know that they did one just, re, like, recently, which was actually... That's the last time we did a may, Yeah, maybe, together. like, three years yeah. ago. Um, but how long before that? Or they've done, what, two that was of the them? First was that the first chance. one? Mm-hmm. They really need to do another one And it was fun as a fan to vote for your favorites to yeah. play again. Because that was about six seasons ago. It was probably like three years ago, but it was yeah. like six seasons ago. Like, I would love to see that again. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hmm. Um, so, before moving into immunity, I do love how Malolo was <laughs> so down on themselves. And they're like, we're going to reverse the curse ourselves. <laughs> and we are burning this flag. I thought that was a great play. You know, it had like, like such bad juju. And it was like, so like more like moralizing for them. Like, they finally, like, built themselves up. And I thought that was so cute that they did that. Well, I also think it's interesting that everyone keeps, like, dumping on Malolo. Sure, Malolo, maybe not the best tribe, but they say it's the worst tribe in history. I'm gonna get technical again and mm-hmm. say the worst tribe in history was the Oolong tribe in Survivor Palau because... How do you never... remember these things? How do you remember the name of the tribe? Well, I remember, because, well, Katie was here two weeks ago, or two panels ago, I believe it was yeah. two. Two or three panels ago with me, and she was talking about her experience on Palau, and we were talking about how Oolong, which was the opposing tribe to her, lost so much that only one person remained. Two people went to tribal council together and had to do a fire-making challenge, and whoever won was the last sole person from their original <laughs> tribe. tribe. To me, that makes you the worst tribe in Survivor history. Wow. Malolo has been jumbled up three times that I don't think it's technically classified the as the worst tribe yes. of Survivor it's history. It's not even still, yeah, Malolo anymore. I'm getting really nerdy and technical. I can't so, believe Oolong, I still think the the cake because they lost like I think I wrote eight immunity challenges and four reward challenges on their season. Oh my god. (laughs) This is why we love James because he literally remembers everything, guys. (laughs) I don't remember what I ate yesterday. Like he remembers the names of the freaking tribes. This is insane to me. Oh my god. We love your perspective. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Um, So moving into immunity, you know, they were uh, throwing the rings on the target. And so Chelsea set out and I miss who's the other person that set out? Oh, I missed Do we that. Know? I totally missed yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is Chelsea set out. It doesn't matter. They set out. <laughs> yeah, they set out. They didn't do anything. It doesn't matter. But I wanted to bring up how bad Jeff was throwing shade at everybody. Like, literally, he was like, 
Dom, so awkward again, jumping in the water. Like, oh, Malolo in a familiar spot, dead last. I'm like, damn, like, Jeff always throws <laughs> shade, but he was in. really going at it today. You guys, I'm going to throw it back to Dominique, who used to be a panelist on our show, and mm-hmm. just say, she always used to quote, like, Jeff is the shadiest person on Survivor. Hey, and he is. can argue that. He Did keeps he me entertained, that shady? Or had, no, he's gotten more he's comfortable. He's gotten way more shady. Yeah. Did I tell you I ran into him at no. the grocery store, like, two weeks before the premiere? Wait, what grocery on store? On Valentine's Day. Of this season? On Valentine's Say yes, and I was so nervous. I called Will, my boyfriend. I was like, "Oh my god, Jeff Do I say here!" And I've met him before. I, yeah. I just, I get so nerdy about yeah. this. And I was like, I'm not going to say hi to him. I'm not going to be that fan. I kid you not. We both turned down the wine aisle together at the same time. And I was like, shit. You're like, no, I, have I have to, to say something. Oh What'd you God. say? What'd you I was say? like, I'm so excited for Survivor Ghost Island. He said, you guys will not be disappointed in how it plays out. Well, apparently you are right now, so... No, I mean, I, there are people I'm still rooting for. Wait, so what else did he say? That's it? That, like, it's... Was a it good, a quick it's cast? It's a good cast of people that you... There are people you'll love and there's people you're not going to like and that overall, at the end of the day, people are going to be happy with how it turns out. Oh, my God. I would have been what? like, which wine should I get for your viewing party, Jeff Probst? Yeah, right? <laughs> Who should I pick in my fantasy draft, yeah, Jeff Probst? Exactly. <laughs> he gave me notes. I'm just kidding. What, what grocery store was this? Ralph's. 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 You see everybody at Ralph's. In Los Angeles, never... you guys, you see all the celebrities Ralph's at Ralph's. In Studio City. I don't see CBS. anyone. That's the one that I... Wait, yeah. who do you see there? I saw the... Um, what's her name from Pretty Little Liars there. I've uh, never seen anybody at Ralph's. Hailey, Lucy, <laughs> but Lucy, you know why? Lucy Hale. You know why? Because I go to the Ralph's set in uh, Which Hollywood. Which is Jeff Probst <laughs> level. Oh I go to the Ralph's in Hollywood. That's so where I don't the see homeless anybody. people are. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know. So I'm not seeing Jeff Probst anywhere, but... Oh my goodness. So... Wait, sorry. Just a shout yeah. out to Philippe Bernardo. Um, he asked, what's he doing here? He doesn't even watch Survivor. You're here to watch us, You're here. Felipe Bernardo, because we're amazing. Well, Felipe, <laughs> you better get watching Survivor because you'll find very quickly that it's the best show of all time. Yes, so, man. We're happy you're here and we hope you get <laughs> as into it as we are. Um, so... Malolo does not lose this time after burning their flag. They Thank God. They break the curse. They break the curse. We found one reverse finally. Um, and like we said before, Jonathan killed his game, I thought. He did. Um, so he- did Michael, though. Yeah, yeah. Michael, I thought, was was, was a front runner in this challenge. She was that, like, I am not I'm, losing. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention because I was just like, I know. Whenever sure. Michael is Dude, on screen. Dude, he dove into the water and, and Timothy and I were both like, It's like Olympian style, like, just form. I was like, he's like a dolphin. And Jeff <laughs> called it out, too. He was like, wow, look at that dive by Michael. And I was like, yeah, wow. He's got a man crush. Yeah, yeah. I think we all have crushes on, <laughs> on Michael. Um, anything else that was really that stuck out to you guys in the immunity challenge? No. I think we no. kind of went over yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it was a good challenge overall. Um, so back at camp, um, you know, not too much is going on except we see Bradley obviously just like being kind of shady again. Again. He, he says that Donovan's just here for a beach vacation and Libby <laughs> is just an attractive girl that wants to just hang out. So um, I was a little off put by that, we'll say. So was I. I felt like Dom, Don, Donathan was working way harder than Bradley was in that last challenge and previous challenges and on top of that. And Libby, yes, I feel like they're giving her a lot of slack because she's so attractive. Yeah. And I don't think that that's... That doesn't mean she's not here to play. That's what I mean. I don't think no, that's fair. he did say that she was charming to the point that's that true. that can't be trusted. Okay. So he at least acknowledged okay. But Donathan's not here for any type of beach vacation. He came out here, I feel like, for the right reasons. The right reasons like The Bachelor. To but play. He came out to play. He came out to change himself and to challenge himself and to really grow and, and I to feel play like, for his mom and his grandma right mm-hmm. and yes. to really step out of his comfort zone you yeah. know and I feel like that's the type of players that I want to see so whatever Bradley's saying about how he just came there to hang out is not true at any means Bradley was just salty about and the Bradley thing. went there as a type of person who's not trying to change and, and who's just trying to like 
Jonathan doesn't complain about being dirty. See, no. <laughs> Sheena123 in the chat said Chelsea and Jenna sat out. But we forgot about we Jenna forgot about because Jenna. she's forgettable. She's, she's forgettable. She's show her tonight. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, and also the fact that Bradley calls out Dom and Dom was like, hey, guys, I'm really sorry. Like, I, you know, I might have been. I was really shaky at the beginning. And he's like, I think that you had too much coffee. Okay, so you're the type of person that can tell people what they've had and what they haven't had or how they feel? Like, okay. He was just yeah. going after everybody, you guys. He was going after everybody. Um, so anyways, uh, a little bit about then the the vote, which we had mm-hmm. talked about earlier. or Not so much the vote, but the decision to make the vote. Yes. So basically it was obviously between Libby and Bradley. Correct. Um, and I think that while it was great to see Bradley go, Libby might have been the better choice in this. And I think that because... I think Libby is a stronger player. She's more of a threat, especially as we go into the merge. She's really, um, she is charming, and I feel like she can really form these relationships. Whereas Bradley, I feel like people will see right through him, and bringing him to the merge, there's no way he's making it very far. I feel like he's an easy vote out at the merge. What do you guys think? I see your point. Um, But I also feel like Libby's the type of person or type of player I want to work with long term. Like if I was on that tribe, let's say I was Mm -hmm. an original Navidi, and I knew she was original Malolo. I'm the type of person that can separate the original. I'm oh, so tired please. of yeah. that. Yes, and say, too. this is now an opportunity. This yep. is an opportunity for me to advance my personal mm-hmm. game. And Libby is the type of player I would want to work okay, with. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's a good point. And I think I think I would be curious to know what Chelsea thought. Because I think even if Dom didn't vote mm-hmm. for Bradley, and let's say he voted Libby with Bradley, I would have been curious if Chelsea would have voted Bradley. Because mm. I felt like her and Libby were getting pretty close. Yes. Well, here's the thing with Libby. Libby gets close to these other females, Morgan to be, for example, right. and now Chelsea and she just, you know, she puts her vote where she needs to put it, which brings me to my next point, which is I agree with you with Libby and wanting to work with her because I felt like exactly what she said at Tribal, like, hey, I'm loyal. I voted Morgan out because I was loyal loyal to my tribe. And that's what people want. They want to see that you are loyal to your alliance. So I like that. But then I also agree with Paige where I would say, you know what, I need to get Libby out now because she's too strong of a player. Whereas Bradley, I feel like he would get on everybody's nerves. And once you get to the merge, everybody would want him out anyway. I do like how she stood her ground about why she voted the way that she voted. And it totally makes sense. Like While her and Morgan did have a bond, she had a say loyal to that alliance I think that's totally valid Um, but I do think that she would have been a more dangerous player that she will be a more dangerous player down the road I think that she has a potential to be very good I think Dominic made a good point too in the sense of like when he had to deliberate who which side or which way he's going to go he even said you know who was going to benefit me long term that has relationships on the other side Bradley I don't feel like really has many where you can acknowledge that Libby's a good social player Uh, that if Libby's on my side maybe she'll go to bat for me at mm -hmm. some point in the sense of oh, I'll be able to be pulled in or we can Mm -hmm. vote as a a voting block. So I don't know. I think there is definitely a positive to keeping Libby, but I can say I would agree with your argument, but I just think it was the right move for their game. Yeah, yeah, especially because she does have those relationships, so she'd be able to, yeah, like pull somebody else in or introduce them in a way that, you know, might help them in the future. So, yeah, that's a good point, too. Um, What did you guys think about the comments and, like, everything that Bradley had to say at Tribal? Well, it's funny because I'm actually going to just take a step ahead really quick and mm-hmm. just go to his comments after Tribal, sure. which is really the only point that I actually liked him because he was—he actually had a very gracious kind of, good luck, you guys, with the game, oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Oh, after. And I wasn't expecting that. I would expect Bradley, of all people, because you were such a dick the entire season to everybody that you would have been really salty about this. I appreciated that, too. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I always like when they're nice when they're going out. Yeah, and he did, obviously, like, in his exit interview, like, say some things that I didn't necessarily agree with, but he was gracious as he was going out in mm-hmm. front of the 
players, which was good. But I do think that he is honestly kind of delusional to a point where he's saying like we all get along swimmingly this is such a cohesive tribe like we haven't had any arguments and basically he's saying that I mean the way that he's seeing it is I'm bringing up different points when we're talking about things basically to start conversations and to like have more of of a um like just to have different opinions basically like playing devil's advocate but I don't really think that that's the way he's doing it because we saw when Jeff had asked what did you think about the vote that Libby voted against Morgan? He was like, well, I can bring up counterpoints all day about this, but I don't really know what happened. So Jeff's like, that's interesting that you say that, that you're <laughs> willing to like go to bat on this and bring up counterpoints when you have no idea what happened. That's the lawyer in him. And I feel like that's yes. Bradley's personality. Like, yeah. that's just who he is. Yeah, which I could, which I could appreciate because mm-hmm. he is... Like you said, he's a law student and he is going to be a lawyer. Um, but I just, I, I just, he's just so obnoxious that I just can't get past that. Like, I'm like, why are you even speaking right now? You're literally just putting more of a target on your back. And I'm not yeah. surprised if that line that he said was the one that kind of sealed the deal. If if they didn't have any kind of clue as to who they yeah. were going to vote for, they were on the on the fence about who they yeah. were going to vote for going into tribal, I felt like that line would have sealed this. And fate. Libby really more made her case as to why she should oh, say. 100%. I yeah. think. That I think that Bradley will be a damn good lawyer. Mm-hmm. I think he will be a very He's good lawyer. He's on the right career path. He is. Yes. He really Agreed. is. Yeah. Agreed. Good for him. Well, we're going to be wrapping up soon. So, first of all, we want to just give a shout out to everybody in the live chat. Sheena123, Eric Olin, you know, all of you guys. I can't read all these. Nanus46. Um, everybody else that's been in the live chat, thank you guys so much for that. And moving quickly into news and gossip. So, obviously, this isn't confirmed yet, but we were creeping on a lot of Instagram posts. Oh, we got that little uh, music there. We were creeping <laughs> on some Instagram posts, and it looks like maybe next episode or something that um, we might start another showman's. Oh. So we talked about the one last week, which was Sebastian and Sebastian. Jen and Sebastian. And then Tarzan it's, and Jen. It's looking like if you creep on anyone's Instagrams that Libby and Michael might start a showman's next week. And it's actually funny because as I was watching the episode tonight, I looked at both of them at different points, and I was like, wow, they would make a very beautiful couple. All I'm saying is Survivor better not turn into Big Brother with their showmances. Mm. They have been lately. I don't like it. Wasn't somebody together last season? No, but not two in one season. That's too much. Too much. Who's the other one that's together now? Um, uh, Joe and, and Sierra. Sierra. Mm. They're cute. They're cute. Um, so any other news and gossip you guys would like to share? None. Nope. All right, so moving into predictions. <laughs> Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Wow. So we saw last, or we saw in the preview that the merge is coming yes. next yes. week. Thank God. Yes. It's yes. about time. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. I love when they start playing for themselves. I love individual immunity so much more. So do I. Um, we see Dom and Chris are going to go at it. I mean, any I'm o- ready for it. <laughs> yeah, I, bring it. I feel like Chris is going. I feel like his time is coming. I, I like Dom better than Chris. I, Me too. Yeah. 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 We hated Dom at the beginning. Or not hated him, but like he was... He was, like, off-putting off to me, much. but I kind of just, like, like his personality. He's growing on me a lot. Yeah, Dom is just one of those people that is, has learned to adjust to the game. Maybe yeah. he's not, Maybe he's like that in real life, but, you know, in the game, he's like, maybe I have to tone it down. Maybe Bradley there, could learn yeah. something. That's Yeah, that's exactly, True. I feel like, yeah. what's been happening with him. Yeah. Whereas, we'll see what happens with Chris, I guess. In terms of predictions, I think that maybe the girls will try, try to form an alliance. Because I feel like, at this point, there are more, a lot more girls than there are men. That's very true. So, I would like to see, I would like to see an all-girl alliance. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah. There's some really strong female. Mm-hmm. Laurel, Angela. We haven't Kellen. seen that in I mean when Go Laurel. I feel like I've never seen that. <laughs> um I really like I really like Desiree. 
I like Desiree too, and I'm so glad that she's on my fantasy draft. And mm-hmm. I only bring up the fantasy draft because James was so I kind enough to, to if uh, Steve could put up that awesome graphic for us. That is our fantasy draft with pictures. It's very, it's very, very. I picked Kellen first. Posh. You did. Our fantasy draft is very posh, you guys. Who's number two? Is that James? That yes, that's James. What was I, I, I doing? Page, no, I didn't put them necessarily. You didn't put in them in order. order. Okay. Okay, because I was going to say, I think I picked one. I just wanted to go boy, girl, boy, girl, or girl, boy, girl, you know. I did pick Kellen first. So at at this rate right now, we're all at four. We all have four. No. No. You have five. Oh, because I still have Chelsea. That's right. Oh, okay. Damn. Who's my last girl? Angela. I think Wendell can make it really far. That's my prediction. The standouts to me are Laurel, Donathan, Wendell, and Dominic and Michael. I am going to say Michael is really surprising me. He's really... he. He's very smart, and he's yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say Michael. But I'm I'm pulling from my girl Laurel. She's surprising me, and she wasn't one of my first picks. But I'm digging. Yeah, she's more doing more. really, really good. Yeah, and after seeing Chelsea tonight a little bit, shown a little bit more, I could see why she's playing under the radar. But I need her to step it up a little. I bit. I wish yeah. I would have picked Desiree. I like her a lot. No, well, sorry. She's yeah, mine. well, sorry. She's Maybe mine. we'll do a little trade out. <laughs> yeah, we can do a tradesy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna give me? <laughs> I'll give you Bradley. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll give you Kellen. <laughs> Whoa, that's a steep trade. Like no, no, I like my girl Desiree. Well, Kellen's we'll see how Kellen does at the end. I don't know. She was like, I wasn't liking her that uh, as much this episode. Plus, I don't want my team to be I just, all white. I mean, I think she's like cool and just nice, saying. but I just thought she was like, I need so my, awkward. I need some flavor in my team, okay, you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's our that's our draft right now. Let us know who you think is going to win. Hopefully me. Um, and anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up? I'm just so happy we're all back together. Yay, and too. happy birthday, Paige. Thank you happy so much. Birthday, I love spending it with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, that was Survivor Season 36, Episode 6. Um, can't remember what it was called. Gotta risk it for the biscuit. Gotta risk it for the biscuit. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us tonight in the live chat. Let us know how we're doing in the comments. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, and uh, thank you guys for joining. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno, and you can find me everywhere on social media at Paige Bonanno. And I'm James Wallington. You can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and Instagram at Where's Wallington. Timothy Michael here. If you like what I said, follow me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. And thank you guys so much. We will see you next week right here. Bye. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.